Look, time is tick, tick, ticking away for you to use um, the online technology that became really popular during the pandemic, and that is the virtual doctor's appointment. A lot of people took uh, part in seeing their doctors online, found it very convenient uh, and also super simple to do. But the fate of these online virtual appointments is pretty much at risk. Um, and it's all because of new fee codes that will come into effect on December 1st. Yeah, OHIP billing. Here to talk about it, Dr. Bill Cherniak, Rocket Doctor founder. Welcome to the show, Dr. Cherniak. I appreciate your time. Yeah, thanks for having me. Tell us a little bit about Rocket uh, Doctor, because I understand this is your baby. <laughs> yeah, in a sense. And so... Um, you know, we're a company by doctors for doctors that enables physicians to practice medicine virtually in an integrated care platform where they can collaborate with colleagues across the province to provide good quality longitudinal service for patients. All right. This allows you to go online virtually. This started during the pandemic? Uh started working on the idea behind the company in the fall of 2019. But of course, as the pandemic hit and the province released publicly funded virtual care billing codes, it let us very quickly expand and be able to offer services to really everyone equitably across all of Ontario um, almost overnight. How popular was it during the pandemic? Give us an idea. Well, I'll just sort of, it's interesting because also, you know, the headline in the star talks about how it ends as of December 1st completely. And I'll say, you know, Rocket Doctor is in Ontario, but also in British Columbia, Alberta. And we're a, you know, software solution with wraparound services that lets physicians practice medicine virtually. And so, you know, we've got almost 100 specialist doctors. There are, of course, 250 physicians, as the article mentioned, of family practice, emergency medicine, and they're all working together to provide, you know, care to patients. And so it's grown, you know, steadily since the pandemic started, where we've now seen a quarter million people um, across Canada. And when I say we, I mean the doctors practicing on Rocket Doctor, because unlike many other entities, we don't hire any physicians, we don't contract them, they're providing care um, on the system. Did you see the writing on the wall here um, before, because you said you started this before the pandemic, uh, that we had a problem with the doctor shortage in the province. And in order to alleviate some of the stress on doctors and some of the stress on patients and allow people to get in to see their doctors in a timely manner, maybe a quick virtual checkup would be the solution. Is that why you started it? He took the words a little bit out of my mouth, actually. So, yeah, I, you know, I'm an emergency physician. And in the fall of 2019, similar to now, we were in a very bad flu season and tons of children were coming to the emergency department with cough, cold fever, who I felt did not need to be treated in the emergency department and could be seen outside the four walls of the hospital. And, you know, in fact, I'm going to be working Christmas Eve and Christmas Day in the department as well. And I'm really worried because we know now that there are more kids than ever coming to the hospital and other patients that, you know, have um, conditions that could be treated outside the ER. And again, you know, we had this incredible opportunity to give equitable access to care to everyone um, and to not have to go sit in the waiting line in the emergency department or go to the walk-in clinic and identify, you know, where you can best access services. And unfortunately, that's going to come to an end as of December 1st. So Rocket Doctor is going to come to an end in Ontario, but not in B.C.? Rocket Doctor as a company won't come to an end. Certainly that article was a little bit hyped up. Um, yeah. Our company, you know, is not in jeopardy otherwise, but the services offered by family and emergency physicians in the province of Ontario, unfortunately, will have to stop. Not because Why? of us, because, because doctors will choose simply not to, you know, the, the beautiful thing about what we've done is we've used technology to take that extra couple of hours of time that a doctor has in their schedule 
And we, we've surveyed our physicians. We know that many of them do work in the emergency department. They pick up walk-in clinic shifts. They run family practices. But they might have an hour or two here and there where they wouldn't normally be working. They might be on vacation or spending time with their kids or going to hockey. And so we've been able to aggregate um, those hours from hundreds of doctors across Ontario to then enable them to see hundreds of thousands of patients across the province. And what's really neat is because we built a cloud-based system, if you see me on visit one, um, you could see me again and follow up if you wanted to, because I'm again running my own independent practice on Rocket Doctor. But if you wanted to see a doctor tonight, because you're not sure if you need the ER, you can get the next available physician and they're going to have access to all of your past medical records. And so they're going to know all about you from my visit that I had with you, you know, let's say the week before. And so we've created this really cool system using technology that is entirely publicly funded um, and servicing patients. And so it's unfortunate that the nuance there has been lost in the Toronto Star article that came out today as well. Okay, well, I'm glad that we've got you here on the Kelly Cotrera Show to set the record straight. And by the way, we're talking with Dr. Bill Cherniak, who's the Rocket Doctor founder. So what happens on December 1st? Why do you see uh, doctors nixing the virtual appointments? Because it's not that the province is going to say you can't do virtual appointments anymore. Uh, what is going to happen? Yeah, and I, I'll say also, I think there's still an interest, interesting opportunity to, you know, work with the province to try to find a solution before December 1st so this doesn't simply end. Um, and I think we're, you know, getting closer, but not quite there, of course. But, um, yeah, it's um, unfortunate in the sense that as it stands currently, you know, if nothing changes, um, doctors will kind of look at this and go, I've been working for years um, over the course of the pandemic. And before that, in an already very busy and strained healthcare system. And now if I want to keep doing this in the way I have been previously, um, it just doesn't make any sense anymore. And the quality of care provided to patients mm -hmm. is going to be dramatically lower because how do you, you know, continue to give all of those high quality services you've been doing when you're basically being told, you know, the, the literal definition of the code is limited care. And yet you might have a family doctor that's ordering blood work and imaging and writing your prescriptions. But now they're being told their care is called limited because it's been done virtually. And so okay. why would you want to do that? And the long and short of this is you're going to be paid less. You're not going to be paid. Uh, and, and how much less? Because I think it's so funny. We have people on and, and like yourself who are so close to the story. Sometimes it's like, oh, right. I forgot to tell you that. So what exactly is going on with the pay structure? Yeah. I mean, as it stands currently, um, it's, going to change the fee code such that um, if you're on a telephone call with a physician who you've not previously seen in person, you'll the code will be cut, um, I think, by 60% or so. Yeah. And if you do a video visit, then the code gets cut by um, about 50% or so. And of course, you know, millions of people in Ontario don't have a family doctor. Millions more live in rural, underserved communities. You know, I've worked in the ER in Timmins. I've been at the Sioux Lookout. Many patients can't get to doctors. Um, Southwestern Ontario, you might live a couple hours from a walk-in clinic, and this was your chance where you could see a doctor. You don't have to, you know, put your kids in daycare and drive two hours, and maybe you don't even need the department. You can just call in. You get a great physician who's licensed in your province, but unfortunately, that isn't being considered. Um, uh, you know, that's being considered limited care moving forward. Can I say something as a, as a patient? What I love about the virtual appointments is if I feel like I've got something that I can discuss with my doctor and just get a quick script for over the phone or with a virtual visit, and I don't have to go into a waiting room where there's other people that are coughing or sneezing or kind of sick, because that does happen, especially pre-pandemic. Like sometimes the waiting room, you're thinking, who is really sick in this waiting room? Do I want to be in here waiting for a while? I'd rather wait at home. 
Yeah, a hundred percent. And I'll say also, you know, folks that have conditions that are stigmatizing. So, you know, sexual health, mental health, addictions, medicine, these are all things that are really effectively managed virtually by family and emergency doctors and they do a great job. And in fact, we have a very active substance use services program that's helped thousands of patients get off of opiates, alcohol, amphetamine, stimulants, quit smoking. Um, that, you know, will get to continue uh, post-December 1st. And we're, you know, proud to be working with physicians on our platform doing that kind of integrated. But, you know, we had family doctors that were integrated as a component of a care team. Those family doctors uh, may not be able to provide that longitudinal care after December 1st. Although, you know, psychiatry, addictions, medicine, et cetera, we've got built into the system. Um, it's just very unfortunate that... Mm -hmm. Like always, family doctors are kind of getting the short end of the stick sure. here. They're limiting the financial incentive for family doctors to put in the extra time. And do you think this government is short-sighted uh, when it comes to the uh, lack of actual uh, doctors we have and how this alleviates some of that strain? Interesting thing is that um, over the last few months, we've had a chance to talk to many folks in government and explain what we're doing at Rocket Doctor and what's happening as of December 1st. And I found that everybody I've talked to has actually understood. And they've said, well, this is a great you know, service. I'm not quite clear why we're doing this necessarily. And I think there's a perception that virtual care only existed because of the pandemic. And okay, let's get back to doing business as usual in person. But you know, what is being missed is this was just the impetus that Canada needed to launch virtual care. And actually, we were about 20 years behind our friends south of the border in the U.S. who've had virtual care for decades. And so, um, you know, now I think we need to understand, and I hope government understands as well, that this is not something that was just for the pandemic. This is something that can improve the whole healthcare system and make it better. Yeah. Um, we just and barely started to scratch the surface of what technology can do to make health. And we are at the point in time where we have to rethink our healthcare system because we've got some serious problems. Dr. Cherniak, I really wish you the best of luck. I really hope the government uh, hears us and uh, changes their mind. You got about a week or so. Um, <laughs> so fingers crossed. All right. Well, thanks for chatting. Thanks so much for joining me.